Our president's latest energy initiative was to go to Saudi Arabia and beg King Abdullah to give us a little relief on gasoline prices. I guess there was some justice in that. When you, the president, after 9-11, tell the country to go shopping instead of buckling down to break our addiction to oil, it ends with you, the president, shopping the world for discount gasoline. Hello and welcome to episode 427 of Under the Cull of MS. That's a little quote from Thomas Friedman. And it just shows that no matter what part of history we are into, no matter where we are, things don't change with the American governments. And we're constantly battling to get our hands on that greasy black tar gold that we should be beyond by now. But no, instead, we're struggling. Struggling away. But we got a few comics to talk about. And then we're going to talk about all the goodies you can buy in the future. <clears throat> this should be the last round for this month. We kind of made them pretty big just to get them out of the way because we're running a little behind. We should have been putting them out last week. <clears throat> but because some things got canceled and moved around, I waited until this week to start putting them out. So I'm just going to pump all three all out in like three one and a half hour blocks. And that will get us done with this month. And we'll try and split it up better next month. Maybe we'll see. See what happens. Things happen. Things change. But we're starting this one out with Suicide Jockeys, number three and number four. Suicide Jockey, noun, slang, U.S. Suicide Jockey. Number one, a poor, usually drunk, almost certainly mentally ill sucker who fights monsters, robots, aliens, and anything else that ails us from the cockpit of a heavily armed and armored vehicle. Two, the closest thing to the closest thing this sad, monster-ridden world has to a superhero. But he's not liked. <laughs> so you see the captain working with the old crew, trying to get everybody back together, trying to get going on this whole mission to save humanity or whatever. And the whole time, they're dealing with people trying to stop the mission, people trying to put off the mission, people not allowing the equipment they want to use for the mission, while all their compadres and companions and crew are sitting there arguing and fighting with the, each other over everything that's going on and captains just like let's get this mission going and we'll go back in time we'll fix everything and we won't have to deal with all this crap that you're fighting over and 
that's the biggest downfall because these two issues I liked the two issues before this but these two issues just focused on everybody hating the captain and everybody fighting over control of everything and what it's going to get them they're finding out from the people that can see what's happening in the future. It's just going to get them in trouble. So quit the shit. No matter what, even all this shit you're fighting for, if you're going back in time and you're going to change things from the past, you're not going to remember none of that stuff because that stuff won't have happened then. So let's get the mission going. Let's get the mission done. And then worry about your petty little squabbles afterwards if, if they're still there. But instead, they wasted two issues of a good story when they could have made it. I think it's supposed to be a five-issue, maybe six-issue run. They could have made this a three- or four-issue run and just eliminated these two comics. They did not need these two. And granted, you learn more about what's going on, but if they're going to go back in time and wipe that those memories from time, why do we have to remember the bad things? Let's see what happens first and then worry about what's left in the end. That's the way I see it, at least. But hey, I guess you can't sell a bunch of books if you don't have a bunch of stupid stories in there, too, to fill in space. Then this one, I do not remember ordering this cover. This must have been one that I did not see and I just guessed on it. And I'm very glad I did. It's pretty damn Pretty damn sweet looking. It's got a split skull outside of painted up Vampirella and just it's cool looking. Uh, but this is Vampirella Unholy oh, Vampirella Dracula Unholy A Love Story. Issue six. Vampirella's husband, Matt Exed, is finally free of Dracula's curse. Or is he? This is it. The series hair trigger climax as Vampirella's epic love-hate affair with the Lord of Evil concludes here. And that's basically what it is. It's the conclusion, the the finishing of this storyline and what's going on with this creepy vampire and Vampirella and Dracula and this ex-head character and why they're fighting over the things that are happening and what they're trying to prevent or what they're trying to make happen and what each individual is fighting for in this whole huge love story of of a vampire and Dracula who starts out as this just this young man that a woman falls in love with and takes into her heart and home and then tries to protect and get history to play out the way she believes. And along the way, we get to find some other characters from the past that happen to be part of the same story. It's a very interesting climactic end. 
to this six-issue run. And it's going to lead us right into the newest run, which I did jump on. Because I am curious what's going to happen with it. But Vampirelli Year One is what's coming up next off this run. I was not a huge fan of this whole storyline. I could have I could have skipped this one. Uh, people that like the whole Romeo Juliet style storylines and all that shit, you'd be into this. I just when I seen it was a love story, I should have backed away from it. I should have never jumped on it. I could have trade paper backed it out for half the price down the road probably, but not, I gave her a shot. But Vampirella Year One, I'm looking forward to where that one's going to go. So we'll see what happens with it and check it out and hopefully enjoy it down the line. But I'm going to leave that there. That's the last of the comics I have at the moment. And we got a bunch of previews to finish off. So let's get to those and get that done for this month. So we can focus on things and plan next month's montage of goodies. But coming up, some things you might want to buy in the future. All right. Oops, I'm way off. I don't have my... I lost my mark. My page reset itself. What were we last looking at? I think it was Minecraft was coming up next. Yep. Minecraft. Open World Into the Nether. Trade paperback by Dark Horse Comics. Explore the overworld in this new tale from the world's best-selling video game, Minecraft. Sarah is new to the world of Minecraft, and without much knowledge on the world or how to play, she finds herself looking to veteran player Hector for help. Hector isn't used to exploring the Minecraft world with anyone other than his parents, so he's reluctant at first. However, Sarah's enthusiasm and all-around energy brings Hector around, and the two become partners, but more importantly, friends. Aww. Ignat Bashel. They have a Minecraft Minecraft trade paperback boxed set by Dark Horse Comics. And it looks like it comes... I gotta check this out. Tyler's life is turned upside down when his family has to move far away from his hometown. Thankfully, he has a strong group of friends, forever linked in the world of Minecraft. Tyler, Evan, Candace, Toby, and Grace spend their days going on countless adventures together in the expansive black world. Always on the lookout for a new challenge. Along the way, monsters, pirates, bullies, and the dangers of the nether will push them to the breaking point. But together, there's nothing these friends can't come overcome. Collects Minecraft Volumes 1-3, to plus an exclusive Minecraft poster by Sarah Grayley. It just, the way they had to slay it out, it looked like there was a disc with it too, so I thought maybe you got some type of 
bonus game or music or something with it. Guess not. And they also have a Minecraft Wither Without You trade paperback box set by Dark Horse Comics. The Lives of Kahiri and Orion, twin monster hunters under the tutelage of Senan the Thorough, are changed forever. When after an intense battle with the Enchanted Wither, the two meet an unexpected and highly unusual ally, Atria, a girl cursed as a monster lure. To break her curse, the friends will traverse the length of the overworld. Facing dungeons, sorcerers, and even a zombie apocalypse. But what connection does Atreya have to the mysterious Wither? And are the heroes a match for a powerful monster? Flex Minecraft Wither Without You Volumes 1 to 3, plus an exclusive Minecraft poster by Kirsten Gunsnook. Interesting. They have some cool little figures from Miniko, the Masters of the Universe He-Man PBC statue by Iron Studios, and a Miniko Masters of the Universe Skeletor PVC statue. I believe they had a variety of other ones also. But I picked those two. Uh, they have a Miniko the Batman, the Batman Unmasked PVC statue. I thought that was kind of cool looking. By Iron, Iron Studios. Then we have Minor Threats number one by Dark Horse Comics. It's hard out there for a supervillain. Not the world conquerors, chaos en- engines, or arch nemesises, but the little guys. The ones who put on uniforms, knock over jewelry stores, and get tied to poles. And things are about to get worse. The psychotic stick man has murdered Kid Dusk, sidekick to Twilight City's premier crime fighter, the Insomniac. The Insomniac's teammates are tearing, tearing Twilight apart, turning it, turning it into a police state desperate to capture Stickman and stop the Insomniac from crossing that final line in which he may never come back from. Caught in the middle of the small-time C-list villains, finding it impossible to walk down the street without being harassed by these heroes. With a bounty on Stickman's head, former villain Playtime decides to assemble a ragtag team of villains to take down the Stickman and kill him themselves. Well, that's not that nice. Bullies. And then we got a pretty cool Miss Mindy Nightmare Before Christmas Jack Sally and Zero 7.68 inch figure from Anasco. It's one that I might have to get the wife for her collection. I got Monkey Meat First Batch Trade Paperback by Image Comics. Advanced Solicit. The Monkey Meat Company made a fortune selling cans of, well, monkey meat? They're now ruling over a corporate empire 
and an island where they run all sorts of wacky supernatural experiments in a hyper-capitalist landscape. Follow the adventures of the citizens of Monkey Meat Island in this five-story an- anthology. Collects Monkey Meat number one to five. It's like, where do you think your new little mystery meats are coming from and your little Petri dish meats and stuff? It's like, well, I think you're going to find out one day that they might have been using other stuff to make some of those meats. They have a Monopoly Predators of the Deep Edition by USAopoly for Shark Week. That's kind of interesting. I I could see them coming out with quite a few different versions of those. There's a Monster Fun Back to Monster Fun Back to School special by Rebellion. This August Le August Le Monster Fun educate you in the funny. The Steel Commando and his friends team up with Britain's coolest superhero, Johnny Future, to take on a robot menace. Decides that she would like to go to school where she makes a lasting impression on some bullies. Frankie Stein takes a last minute holiday and meets some monsters amongst the Egyptian sand dunes. The Leopard Man has his dreams invaded by this villainous nocturne, plus all new strips featuring Dracula's Kid Kong. Hire, hire a horror, Martha's monster makeup, and a superb new story from the wild imagination of Junie Ba. Interesting little group of characters there. And we got Moon Girl, Endangered Species Trade Paperback by Marvel Comics. This collects is collecting Miles Morales and Moon Girl number one, Avengers and Moon Girl number one, and X Men and Moon Girl number one. Surprising that they only got three three issues that they're putting in there. I'm seeing this a lot lately, and it's kind of worrying me that they're doing that for these trades. Should be at least five. And we got Mr. Iesta, number one, by Scout Comics. The glorious demented mind of Kit Walls brings the galactic adventures of the third best assassin in the universe to Scout Comics. Incredible, kinetically charged artwork, blast the blood, mayhem, and quirky humor directly through your brain like a high-caliber bullet. In this L issue, it's Elvis's night at the Interstellar Backwater Bar. But with all due respect to the king, that doesn't stop Mr. Iesta. With the help of Frank, his teleportation parasite, who can also transform into a handheld weapon imaginable, any handheld weapon imaginable, it's business as usual. So it's kind of funny that there's... There's some things going on with the Elvis fans are starting to stop the Elvis uh, wedding preachers 
in Las Vegas from doing Elvis weddings. And they're going to probably try and stop some other things related to Elvis in the future if they get get any advancement on other ones that they work on. So that will be kind of interesting because Elvis is everywhere. Uh, it's, I don't know how you can really stop that franchise. And why would you want to? Let the king be the king. Yeah, Mr. Lubinstein presents Failure by Image Comics. Uh, it looks like it's a different, a smaller size comic. It's got advanced solicit trim size 6x6 for fans of Strange Planet. Adulthood is a myth. A Sarah Scribbles collection and dinosaur therapy. In this incredibly sweaty new book, webcomic superstar L. Westover offers up painfully hilarious observations and cringeworthy situations, uniting us all through one of its light one of life's most reliable relatable experiences. I'm getting tongue twisted bad here. I'm going to have to take a break. Failure. All of your favorite Mr. Lovenstein comics are right here, including brand new black book exclusive comics that can't be found online. I don't know much about that character at all. All right. Yeah, Miss Marvel and Moon Knight, number one, one shot. By Marvel Comics. The Fist of Ken Kanshu meets the embiggened Fist of Miss Marvel. Mark Spector, a.k.a. Moon Knight, protects the travelers of night. But what about those traveling to bring him death? A mechanical and maniacal threat brings Miss Marvel into Moon Knight's orbit. And the gravity of what they uncover will require them to plumb the depths of life and death. The mystery teased in last month's team-up with Wolverine continues to unfurl. As the superhero spectacle of the summer sizzles on stands. Interesting little combination of characters there. Speaking of Miss Marvel, we got Miss Marvel Generations graphic novel. This one will be collecting Miss Marvel 2015, number 36 to 38. Generations Miss Marvel and Miss Marvel and Marvel Team Up, number 2019, number 1 to 6. That's a little bit better collection. <laughs> and the funny thing is, this one's got way more issues in it, and it's half the price of the one that had three issues. So that's what I'm talking about. That's what's kind of surprising me that they're doing those little three-issue runs. And we got Myths and Legends Quarterly Wonderland by Xenoscope Entertainment. Interesting cover on that one. Peace has returned to Wonderland at last. Yeah, right. The madness that the Jabberwocky wished to unleash has been halted, but all is not right in the realm of the newly appointed Flower Queen of Wonderland. Evelyn 
as madness continues to seep through the cracks of this world, seeking to consume all that is good, it has found a new foothold in someone close to the throne, and chaos may soon reign again in Wonderland. I don't know if I read any of the Wonderland runs. They got some NBA figures. They got a W3 Bucks, Giannis, Antetokounmpo. I, I just really screwed up Giannis's name. Sorry about that. I just can't say the last name well. Uh, it's a black jersey reaction figure from Super 7 Media Incorporated, as these all are. But I want to get my hands on a Giannis one. And they got a LeBron James uh, Lakers purple jersey reaction figure. And a Stephen Curry I'd like to put in the collection with the yellow jersey reaction figure for the Warriors. I believe they had a variety of other ones also in there coming out. And I'm sure they have a lot more of those. They have a new champion of Shazam, number one, by DC Comics. Mary Broomfeld has always struggled to determine who she is outside her family. Kind of hard to do when you're all superheroes. Now, after Billy Batson's heroic sacrifice, the power of Shazam has vanished, and she's been left powerless. Most heroes would be distraught. But not Mary. It's finally time for a voyage of self-discovery as she prepares for her freshman year of college and a civilian life. But nothing is ever truly normal for this young hero because she's just been chosen as the new champion of Shazam. At least according to a talking rabbit sent by her estranged brother Billy. Will she embrace the power, or will it die along with the world's hope of survival against the mysterious magical forces waiting to take control? Find out in Mary's first solo miniseries brought to you by up-and-coming comic writer Jose Campbell. It's, it should be interesting on how they're going to go with the route of her character for the new Shazam Style character, but yeah, the family, it's rough on them that, that they all are superheroes now after they all whined until they became all superheroes. There's hmm. a Night of the Living Dead one-shot wrap bag set of four comics from Avatar Press. And they have a Nintendo Game Boy candy tin. Yeah, it's like that little retro stuff. and It's fun. It'll be by Boston America Corp. You'll see it on your store checkouts everywhere in the future. <laughs> NOA, not otherwise authorized, number one, by Source Point Press. Synopsis The NOA agency is authorized for one target only the international master criminal Nimrod. A simple task given to a team of agents who all embarrassed their superiors one way or another. Except, with Nimrod, nothing is simple. 
Soon, the fate of New York hangs in the balance, and then maybe the world. All right, we got Old Dog, number one, by Image Comics. Definitely does look like an old dog. Jack Lynch was a once promising CIA operative. That name sounds familiar, too. On the eve of retirement, looking back at a failed career, he is tasked with one final mission. There's always that one final mission that they never come back from. That goes horribly wrong. He wakes wakes years later to a changed world and a deeper changes within him. When a shadow group offers Lynch a second chance at a life of adventure, he's paired with the last person he could ever imagine. In order to adjust, this old dog will have to learn some new tricks. Old Dog is a striking new spy series by Declan Shalvey. He accomplished it, and we don't have to get into that. Another new old spy, new old spy series. Alright, where are we at? Yeah, we can get a few more in yet. We got Olympus Rebirth One Shot by DC Comics. After years of bitter and violent conflict, the Greek pantheon of gods stands united to welcome their last goddess, their latest goddess, Hippolyta of Thymseria. Due to her heroic efforts in the mortal realm, the former queen has earned her rightful place among the gods and plans to use her newfound powers to take care of her Amazon sisters from beyond. Little does she know, some of the gods are weary of the new future Hippolyta brings and will do just about anything to stop it. Another new Wonder Woman. I have a feeling you'll see a variety of Wonder Woman style characters popping up pretty soon because they've been doing a lot of different things lately that are related to to Wonder Woman that I've seen. Now we got One Giant Leap number one. This is by Blood Moon Comics. Alex is a Batube sensation and an adrenaline junkie. He's celebrating his one millionth follower by jumping from one building to the next, pushing his limits and thrill for his viewers. Meanwhile, two Celestials are playing a game of chess with real people as their pawns. What does this have to do with Alex's one giant leap? The question of whether or not humans can fly will be answered in a series of events that shock and awe. Yeah, these little jackasses, they're out doing these things. So eventually, you're going to lose. So, why do you... I don't know. You obviously got a death wish. That's why they do it. 
Let's say if someone stands on a roof and acts like they're going to commit suicide, they get arrested and go to jail. Yet these kids climb in these buildings without support ropes, security ropes, jumping buildings and all this stuff, and they don't go to jail. I <laughs> don't uh, understand the philosophy philosophy behind any of this. Those thoughts, but Organisms from an Ancient Cosmos by Dark Horse Comics. A supernatural sci-fi graphic novel written and illustrated by S. Craig Zeller, the award-winning film director of... Well, I don't even want to get into all that stuff. An alien spacecraft the size of a city materializes over the Pacific Ocean, and the nations of the world jointly engage this enigmatic and incommunicative visitor with force. Of course they do. The battle results in large-scale destruction on both sides, but does not answer any of the questions that will haunt humanity. What are these utterly inhuman creatures? Where did they come from? Why did they choose to visit our planet? And most importantly, are more forces on the way? For the bereaved billionaire Carlton Land, renowned biologist Amy O'Donnell, and the brilliant but blunt USAAF chief scientist Kenneth Yamasaki, these questions must be answered in order to safeguard the future of the human race. Collects the original graphic novel published as an oversized hardcover with black and white art. The story is a haunting odyssey. That will not that you will not want to miss. Like all of Zoller's work, Organisms from an Ancient Cosmos goes from the maddeningly random to an unsettling meditation on how randomness might not exist in personal or galactic sense. What a fantastic read, says Patton Oswald. Yeah, we're gonna end that there and we'll get back with more goodies sometime soon. All right, time to get back to things to buy in the future, starting with Parasomnia Dreaming God, number one, by Dark Horse Comics. Colin Bunn and Andrea Moody return with their hit adventure tale of two worlds split between dreams and reality. As the hunt for his missing son continues, our hero shifts worlds from the nightmarish Lovecraftian dreamscape to a cyberpunk metropolis, where a ruthless cult continues to plague him, and reality and fantasy continue to blur. A visually stunning dark fantasy wearing its pulp fiction influences on its sleeve and setting up an intriguing mystery. But why, though? No idea. Yeah, Parker Girls, number one, by Abstract Studios. When Annie Graham's lifeless body washes up Venice Beach, the nation mourns the loss of a popular actress. 
Police suspect her death was no accident, but Graham's husband, billionaire Zachary Lott, has the best lawyers money can buy, and the investigation stalls. That's when Tammy Baker decides to take matters into her own hands and enlist, enlist three of her finest Parker Girl operatives to bring the lost empire down, or, or the lot empire down, one shocking scandal at a time. Of course he did it. They have a Penguins of Madagascar DS-097 diorama stage. Six-inch statue. It's kind of cool looking. It's like the four penguins on an iceberg with a little seal in front of it. And that is by Beast Kingdom. Then we got Phantasmagoria. Number one by Black Caravan. In the Victorian London, an intruder from the outer has been summoned, leaving behind a series of gruesome killings. The mysterious Professor Hawk helps the possessed Jane Grantley to get rid of the creature of the creature. Hawk is an old, powerful wizard, but he's not the only wizard in London, and the others may not be on his side. I got a Pokemon Pokeball crossbody purse. So you can go pokey hunting from Entertainment Earth. They have a Pop Avengers Loki with GITD Scepter. I don't know what that is. It's a vinyl figure from Funko. There's a Pop Batman. Oh, no. Now they're doing the Pop Batman. Oh, this is a Pop Batman number 423 McFarlane comic cover vinyl figure. So now they're doing comic covers like they did with the record things with albums with the Pop figure in the case. And Jeez, these things are starting to take up way too much space. They have a Pop comic cover DC deceased Green Lantern vinyl figure. Uh, Pop comic cover Marvel Moon Knight vinyl figure, which that one I might have to get. A Pop comic cover Marvel Venom Lethal Protector PX Grid. And the, of course, they're all Funko related. Then we got a Pop Foodies Hershey's Chocolate Bar. And a Pop Foodies Hershey's Twizzlers. Twizzlers one looks pretty cool. The Hershey's bar looks a little goofy. The popcorn looks all right. They have a Pop Foodies popcorn bucket. Then Pop Heroes DC Pride Harley Quinn vinyl figure. Pop Heroes DC Pride Poison Ivy vinyl figure. Uh, Pop Little Mermaid Ariel Blue Translucent figure. Pop Marvel Moon Knight Kanshu vinyl bobblehead. Pop Marvel Moon Knight Mr. Knight vinyl figure. The Pop Movies The Godfather 50th Anniversary Vito Corleone. I know they have a couple other figures for that too and a lot of these other ones. 
There's a Pop Wand, WandaVision Scarlet Witch GITD figure, which I don't know what that. What would that? It's not Game of Thrones <laughs> and Guardians. I don't know. Probably something slapping me in the face. We have a Power Rangers Unlimited Death Ranger number one one shot from Boom Studios. The legendary Omega Rangers defended the universe from evil thousands of years ago. The six of them, using their elemental powers to protect others from the sinister forces, but that all changed when one key member turned on the others. Seduced by the death-defying powers of the ranger's greatest foe, how does this ranger connect to what's locked in the mysterious Omega Vault? in safe haven, safe haven so many millennium millennia later as everything emer- uh, converges in the highly anticipated charge to 100 and i took a break from doing these and i'm still stumbling over my tongue maybe i shouldn't have started back up on them We're so close. We're into the peas. <laughs> There's a PS art book magazine, Dead Who Walk, number one. This is by PS Art Books, obviously. This little beauty, published by Avon, was a notable one shot featuring a single story that was genuinely, genuinely creepy and suspenseful. Let me give you the pitch. Out of the horrible abyss known as death came a ghastly army of the dead. Thirsting for the pleasure of the living, these lost souls wanted human bodies. But a beautiful girl and two brave men dared to defy the dead who walk. I mean, come on. With that sort of yam, you just gotta take a look at this, right? I know that story. I probably have it printed in at least two different versions. They have a Pusheen ramen noodles noodle bowl. <laughs> it's actually kind of cool looking. I don't know why I'd get a ramen noodle bowl for a decoration, but <laughs> it's from Anesco. They have a Pusheen salt and pepper shakers. Well, duh, I suppose this is an actual ramen bowl, so this goes with that, that kitchenware stuff, and then you can, you got the salt and pepper shaker, you got the ramen bowl. I just like the ramen bowl because it's got the little cutouts for your chopsticks to lay right across it. It's just, it's awesome. All right, we got Ramen Wolf and Curry Tiger, graphic novel, volume one. This is from Seven Seas Entertainment. Uh, cute little characters crack me up a charming new manga about a pair of furry foodies meet your new favorite food critics a chubby wolf named Maida Joru and a ripped tiger named Yanagi Kegatora Kegatora used to eat to live 
But all that changed when he met Gioro, who lives to eat. Gioro is more than happy to help his striped feline friend explore the restaurants and delicacies tucked within their city, and he enjoys all their finds with great relish. There's nothing better than a hot meal to bring two guys together in this deliciously illustrated story of food, fur, and friendship. Uh, it just cracks me up that picture, if you've seen that dog. There is a rabbiting one to four wrap-covered big set of four comics from Boundless Comics. And we got Red Sonia jumping into Fairy Tales number one, one shot, by Dynamite Entertainment. Sonia, as you never seen her in a fairy tale. Once upon a time, a handful of magical beans fell to the ground, and up grew a towering beanstalk that reached above the clouds. Those brave enough to scale the beanstalk would find at its top a hungry giant with a taste for human bones. But his hunger will not be sated when he is visited by a she-devil with a sword. He's got me. Just let the dumb humans keep climbing the beanstalk, and you got a snack every now and then. <laughs> you got a nap. Just make sure you got a cage to catch a bunch of them. All right, I got some Tim Seeley stuff coming up. Revealer number one by Vault Comics. Spinning out of this summer's hit indie horror film, film Revealer. These four stories tie directly into the movie. Learn more about the characters, the lore, the revealer's adult bookstore, and what awaits on the other side of the biblical apocalypse. I feel like I know something about that revealer stuff. Alright, we got a Rick and Morty Oni 20... 25th Anniversary Edition, number one, by Oni Press. Celebrate Oni's 25th anniversary with the smash hit Rick and Morty, number one. Reprinted here, discover the issue that changed the course of comics history. Blurring the line between real and unreal, the story that launched a hundred issues and counting. Rick and Morty, number one. Or, you know, just enjoy this really fun first issue of Rick and Morty Madness. And it's a reprint. There's no extra stuff with it. And they're putting a $10 price tag on it. I don't think the original comic was $10. How about Robin's Bean Robin trade paperback? This is from DC Comics. The five heroes to have donned the Robin cape and mask find themselves at a crossroads in their lives. Dick Grayson, Jason Todd, Tim Drake, Stephanie Brown, and Damon Wayne come together to discuss the big thing that binds them. 
was being Robin and Batman's sidekick the best choice they could have made? But before they can get to the heart of the matter, they're ambushed by an unknown assailant. She claims to have been the first Robin, and she's out to prove Batman should have never trained any of them. Collects Robins number one to six. And I thought there were a hell of a lot more Robins than that, according to my... One of the storylines that I'm reading that had all those different Robins that Batman was sending all over the place to watch things for him. And I got Robonic Stooges, Stooge Wars, number one, by American Mythology. Again, I don't know why, who's reading these Stooge comics, but someone is. Could this be the Robonic Stooges' last stand? The fate of the world hangs in the balance at the mysterious stranger, or as the mysterious stranger, known only as the Over Yonder, has kidnapped the planet's greatest heroes and deadliest villains to battle for the ultimate prize. Can Moe, Larry, and Curly pull their ragtag team together? Or will the combined forces of Professor Cluck Poodle Man, Dr. Cracula, and the rest of the Robo Stooges legendary rogues galleries prove too much for the boys. Tune in to find out. This is the Robonic Stooges event of the year. The Robonic Stooges present Stooge Wars. Comes with three covers. Well, we don't need to know about that. You can pick out whatever you want when you buy it. Yeah, Rock Rock Collector One Shot by Silver Sprocket. Olive and Luis are aliens, living a leisurely life, painting, playing the lute, and collecting puzzle rocks. Plus, it's super fun to go planet side and snoop through other people's stuff. But when a puzzle rock trip goes wrong, Luis has to get Olive. Out of danger fast. Alright. We got Rogue Sun Volume 1 Cataclysm Trade Paperback by Image Comics. Yesterday, New Orleans' greatest hero, Rogue Sun, was murdered. Today, rebellious teenager Dylan Siegel discovers that Rogue Sun was his estranged father, Marcus, and that he's inherited his father's mantle, tasked tasked with protecting our world from the forces of the supernatural and solving his father's murder. Dylan will be forced to come to terms with the man he's spent the majority of his his life hating. Oh, yeah, I got to take a break after this. From acclaimed writer, yeah, we got all that stuff. So, yeah. Cat wants out anyways. So I better take a take five. So, we'll stop here and I'll get back with more goodies soon. Is your friend back? Yeah.
Okay. Cat's playing with the dog. Neighbor's dog, Nellie, comes over to play with our cat. Our cat chases the dog around, but she likes it. So, All right. We got Sabretooth Dan versus the Moon by Scoot Launch. Sabretooth Dan returns in another family-friendly launch book. Launch journeys are books created for all ages but meant to be shared with younger readers. In this adventure, Dan is plagued by the problem or by the prophecies written on the moon. He struggles through one nearly impossible task after another in a wild adventure that sees the return of several characters from Dan versus Brunch. The list seems endless, and as soon as one is completed, he is sent on the next quest. Exhausted, Dan devises a plan to thwart destiny. But will it work? Gotta read it to find out. We got Sabrina, 60 Magical Stories, trade paperback by Archie Comics. Celebrate 60 years of Sabrina the Teenage Witch with this fun, full-color, commemorative collection of magical and mischievous stories. I... This, well, Sabrina, 60 Magical Stories, collects over 500 pages of classic and beloved comic book stories, the best from each of the six spellbinding decades of Sabrina's history. The must-have collector's item also features special behind-the-scenes and fan-centric anecdotes that shed light on each decade and I, 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 it, I can't say that word today. Iteration of Sabrina. The spellbinding tome is the perfect companion to 2021's fan favorite Best of Archie Comics 80 Years, 80 Stories Collection. Yeah, I could see adding this one to my shelf. Yeah, nice little, decent price for it, so... I just might have to. We have Sacrament Number One by artist writers and artisans. The Exorcist meets Alien in the sci-fi horror story. In the year three thousand, mankind abandoned Earth and fled into outer space. Now, a disgraced priest called into action to perform an exorcism on a remote space colony is about to discover that no matter how far you run, you can't escape your demons, and the devil is, in fact, real. EWA has quite a few interesting runs. Sailor Twain, 10th Anniversary by First Second. When a riverboat captain rescues an injured mermaid from the waters of the busiest port in the United States, he unleashes a calamity that only true love, if such a thing is possible, could avert. A mysterious and beguiling love story with elements of Poe, Twain, Hemingway, 
and Greek mythology. Sailor Twain is a study in romance, atmosphere, and suspense. In this new edition, Sailor Twain is pointed, printed larger than ever before, showcasing the charcoal artwork in all its glory. It also includes new back matter, such as an author's note about the inspiration behind the story, an insider's look at Mark Siegel's unique and painstaking creative process, and never-before-seen tribute art from beloved comic artists like Ben Hatsky and Vera Brazgoy. Don't know those names. That sounds like it would be a fun book to revisit in that format. Samurai Doggy number one. I wish they had a cover for this one. During the fourth war of the sun, a small dog named Doggy experienced an irreparable trauma. His mother was brutally murdered, and his eight brothers, still puppies, were kidnapped by a mysterious man. To save them, Doggy fought bravely against the terrible killer, but all his efforts were in vain and he was left for dead. What nobody imagined was that technological vultures scavenging the region for corpses would be the one to rescue the dying dog from death's scythe. Now, Doggy has become Samurai Doggy, and his only goal is to quench his thirst for revenge. And that is... Wish Dad's artwork for it, but it sounds like a pretty depressing story, too, to start with. <laughs> uh, you gotta kill the dog before you can save the dog. Alright. Next up, we got Sandman Volume 2, Number 1, Facsimile Edition. The faithful recreation of the original issue by award-winning writer Neil Gaiman is the perfect way for longtime fans and new ones to become acquainted with the dream of the endless and the mystical realm he inhabits. In time for the debut of the highly anticipated Netflix series. Uh, I should have the originals. Never read them. Sadly. Alright. There's a Shapers of Gaia board game by WizKids. Looks kind of interesting. You are a shaper emerging from the vault after a millennia carrying the ingredients to restore Gaia and its ecosystem to its former glory. Work alongside the caretaker robots to earn prestige as you restore the ruined biomes of the land to their former splendor. Repopulate species old and new and give life to the rejuvenated ecosystem. Accumulate rare resources such as nutrients and energy to grow faster. But be careful, new biomes also provide resources to your rival factions. Shapers use their unique skills to provide different gameplay advantages and challenges. 
This game sounds so complicated nowadays. <laughs> All right, we got Shepherd the Pit, number one. This is by Black Caravan. Lexi and Nico Miller, the surviving children of the shepherd, are visited by a spectral dog whose face is horribly disfigured. What's with Harmon all these dogs this month? The siblings are shocked to learn that this phantom is the victim of a local dog fighting ring. Jesus. Yet, despite his own brutal death, the mournful dog spirit is determined that his fellow animals be freed from the violence and brutality of the pit that claimed his life. What follows is a desperate rescue attempt that pierces the very heart of darkness. Yeah, it's going to pierce a lot more hearts than that. It's like, what the hell? Alright, I got a Sherlock Holmes thing here. Sherlock Scandal in Belgravia, part two, number one. So, apparently, if you read the first one, they Titan Comics came out with the second volume. I don't remember much about it. And then we got Shirtless Bear Fighter number two, or Shirtless Bear Fighter 2 number one. This is by Image Comics. Mini series premiere. New story arc, finally. The man, the myth, the legend, shirtless bear fighter returns to the war on bearer in a wild new action comedy with higher stakes, new characters, and all the heart and hilarity you expect from series, well, from the people who did it. Judy Lehip and Neil Vendrell, that sounds like. And this time, shirtless... Shirtless's search for his true origin sets him on a cosmic collision course with the Bear God, Ursa Major. The battle begins this August with 32 ad-free pages of side-splitting flapjacked fury. Don't miss it. I won't. So I still gotta read the first one. There's a Shrek DS096 Puss in Boots diorama, stage six inch statue. It's a cool little statue set up with Puss in Boots and the Gingerbread Man by Beast Kingdom. And then we have Silent Hill. They have a variety of Silent Hill things out this month, I've noticed. But I just picked out a couple that caught my eye, which were Silent Hill 3, Robbie the Rabbit, and Nendoroid action figure, blue version, from the Good Smile Company. And they also have a pink version. Then we have Skybound Presents. Oh, no, that's something ongoing, so we don't need to go into that. They have a Sonic the Hedgehog 9-inch basic plush. WV6 assortment by Jack's Pacific. And then we have a Sonic the Hedgehog Volume 3 Annual 2022 Number 1. This is a one-shot by IDW Publishing. 
It's a little mangled. It's kind of jumbled. It's the 2022 annual with Rough and Tangle and Rogue and Tumble. Writers Ian Flynn, Evan Stanley, and Giggy Dutre, Aaron Hamstrom, Daniel Barnes. Hey, it's got a ton of people on here. Six new heartwarming stories of unlikely pairs. At least you get six stories. There's a bigger price tag. So. You have Sonia Devereaux, Summer Camp Massacre Number 1 by American Mythology. Get a beautiful cosplay cover featuring Jennifer Goner as Sonia that was only available as a crowdfunder last year. This incredibly rare edition is perfect for getting a convention autograph if it's so rare. And why is it back? And I don't know. Reprints, I guess. We have Sparks of Chaos, number one of three. This is from Kex Publishing. An epic journey begins here. A century ago, the ancient demigods were hunted down and forgotten by humanity. Now, they're fighting back in a steampunk twist on ancient myths featuring interconnected A covers in the style of a Greek vase. Each oversized issue. So if you want to get a giant oversized base thing put on your wall, make sure you get all the A covers. Yeah. Gods and monsters battling for the fate of our world. Alright, we got Squarriors Summer Trade Paperback, number 0 of 4, by Devil's Due Publishing. As the scun... As the scun... Oh yeah. As the sun scorches the land... So rages the fire of war. In the next chapter of the Scorier Saga, the Tin Kin aid refugees escaping Amoni oppression. <laughs> Among them is a gifted seer with a strange connection to one of the Tin Kin's meekest creatures. Many days north of the Tin Kin compound, Spin fights for survival in the feeding camps of their land's overlords, and the season's end, the Tin Kin will have to defend their home and their way of life in a costly battle against invading Maw and Amoni foes. The action, mystery, and intrigue continues in Scorier's Summer. I was curious what this is about. I still don't know what it's about. S-S-S-S, Dianazinen, Gagula, first form soft vinyl kaiju figure. I don't know what the heck I was trying to say for that, but it's from the Good Smile Company, and it's a pretty cool looking kaiju figure, so I just had to mention it, but I have no idea what that is from. Then we have Star Trek, 
Picard, Stargazer number one by IDW Publishing. Embark on a never-before-seen journey set between seasons two and three of the Paramount Plus hit series Star Trek Picard. When the USS Stargazer goes missing near a planet from his past, Admiral Jean-Luc Picard enlists Seven's help to unveil the mystery and save the Stargazer crew. Isn't Seven from that kids show? Are they crossing over? There's that 11. Ah, I can't keep them all straight anymore. I'm too old and there's just too many. Star Trek The Trill, number one one shot by IDW Publishing. Someone is following Bana, a research student, an ex applicant to the Trill, Trill Symbiont Initiate Program. After a life changing event on a joint Trill Federation science ex- expedition, Delve into the world of the Trill in this suspenseful tale of tradition, independence, and survival. Okay, I won't. (laughs) Alright. We got some Star Wars Black Series Infinity's Darth Vader 6-inch action figure. But he's all white. By Hasbro. Star Wars Black Series Princess Leia Organa 6-inch action figure by Hasbro. And the Star Wars Black Series Trapper Wolf Electronic Helmet. And we have that Star Wars Exploring Tatooine Illustrated Guide by Insight Editions. Experience Tatooine like you've never seen it before. I mean, it's a giant freaking sandbox. What's there to explore? <laughs> Playfully illustrated by the acclaimed artist of Studio Moody, Star Wars Exploring Tatooine is an in-depth, all-new tour of the Skywalker homeworld. Studio Moody brings Tatooine to life through incredible all-new art presented in a large-scale format, illustrated in the studio's signature tongue-in-cheek style. Readers will want to revisit each page again and again to explore Tatooine's iconic locations. You'll learn about the stories that take place at locales such as Lars Homeland, Homestead, Mas Espa's Pod Racing, Grand Arena, Jabba the Hutt's Palace, the Moe's Isley Cantina, and even the Nest of the mighty crate dragon. Uh, I guess there's a few things on Tatooine to check out, but the rest of it's a big giant sandbox. We have Star Wars Hyperspace Stories number one by Dark Horse Comics. When the members of a Republic mission led by Senator Padme um, Amidala, are abducted by the ruthless separatist General Grievous. Anakin Skywalker and Obi-Wan Kenobi jump to the rescue. 
but the operation quickly goes awry and the Jedi find themselves cut off and surrounded by an army of battle droids. Danger and deception. Danger, Will Robinson. Oh, yeah, that's not Star Wars. And deception at the height of the Clone Wars in Star Wars Hyperspace. Number one. Series features fan favorite heroes, vile villains, and unexpected twists and turns. Brought to you by the all-star authors Cecil Castellucci and Amanda Delbert and Michael Moraki. All new, all ages adventures from throughout the galaxy. They've been putting out a lot of Star Wars stuff, but they've been putting out a lot of good Star Wars stuff too. Alright, we got... Ooh, you got it. some Grogu, do we? Yeah, Star Wars Mandalorian Grogu's Journey by Printer's Roll. In a galaxy far, far away, a Mandalorian bounty hunter is set to collect a force-wielding child. Captivated by the small bean, the Mandalorian opts to protect the child rather than return him to the mysterious client. The unlikely pair then set off on an intergalactic adventure, running into bounty hunter assassin droids, imperial officers, and more. On their journey to reunite the child with his kind, the Jedi. With fan... Okay. It's basically the story of the Mandalorian. Just thrown into a friendlier version book. Oh, here you go. Got Star Wars Padawan Cookbook by Insight Kids. Show your little ones the ways of the force and the kitchen with this cookbook filled with fun and delicious recipes for young Jedi. Discover a galaxy of flavor with Star Wars The Padawan Cookbook, the ultimate guide to cooking for kids. This fun cookbook is packed with a variety of Star Wars inspired dishes. That budding Jedi will love. Featuring, yeah, it's got lots of full color stuff, accessible cookbook, perfect way and passion for cooking. I'll give us a few of the names of the recipes, what we want. Uh, here are little teasers. See how fun they are. Star Wars Tales from the Rancor's Pit by Dark Horse Comics. It's a dark and stormy night on Tatooine, as Jabba the Hutt's victim hangs perilously above the Rancor pit, with only his collection of scary stories to save him. New York Times bestseller Kevon Scott teams up with fan-favorite artist Mika Brokenshire. I just, um, terrible with these names. There's a bunch of different Artists thrown in here too, just in time for Halloween experience. Clanking droid ghost, explore the chilling Wampa Caves of Hoth, and go monster hunting with Saber for hire. Ty Yorick, all new, new all ages adventures from throughout the galaxy. Hmm. 
they're playing it up like it's a Halloween one. Now I want it. <laughs> I'll have to think about it. They have a Star Wars Umbra Operative Arc Trooper figure from Entertainment Earth. They have a Star Wars Visions, the Ronin Art FX statue from Kot by Cody Koto Bukaya. That's a pretty cool looking statue. Uh, let's see where we're at. Yeah, well, uh, I suppose yeah, I'll do one more and then we'll end it for now. We got Step by Bloody Step, a wordless fantasy trade paperback by Image. They got a pretty big description for a wordless damn fantasy. There is a girl. She has no memory and no name. Nothing but a guardian, an armored giant who protects her from predators and pitfalls. Together they walk across the extraordinary and extraordinary fantasy world. If they leave the path, the air itself comes alive, forcing them onwards. Why? The girl doesn't know, but there's worse than beasts and bandits ahead. Civilization, with its temptations and treacheries, will test their bond between, beyond its limits. It's a very interesting book, and this is giving you collecting bloody steps, step by bloody step, number one to four. I've read one and two so far. Interesting series. And then we're going to end it there, and we'll get back again soon with some Doctor Strange. Alright, let's get back to Doctor Strange. No, I guess it's not. It's just Strange. Volume 1, I Belong to Death, Trade Paperback. By Marvel Comics. Doctor Strange. Well, and this collects Strange number one to five of the new Strange series. If you heard me talk about it, where Doctor Strange is dead and his wife is a super Doctor Strange and she's taking over things and all kinds of stuff's happening. It's a pretty interesting series. I suggest checking it out. If you like those characters at all. Then we have Stranger Things Omnibus After School Adventures Trade Paperback by Dark Horse Comics. Collecting three exciting standalone stories from the worlds of Stranger Things. This book is the perfect gift for any young fan of the hit Netflix series. Collects Zombie Boys, The Bully, and Erica the Great. Again, I do not agree with three stories being part of a Trade paperback, it should be a minimum of five, unless you're going to give a discounted price, but they take advantage of new items, and I don't think that's right sometimes. Stranger Things Omnibus, Volume 1, Trade Paperback. Now let's see, this is from Dark Horse Comic, how many issues are going to be in this one? The first four Stranger Things stories, all in one place including a journey with Will into the Upside Down, a group of psychic teens 
teens struggle to get away from Hawkins' lab, and Dustin and Susie's Adventures of Science Camp collects Stranger Things The Other Side, Stranger Things 6, Stranger Things Into the Fire, and Stranger Things Science Camp. So they're giving you four, and they're cranking the price up to almost double what they give you for three. I, I mean, I could be wrong, but I just don't feel right about that. Not saying there anything bad about the story itself. It's just, oh. I think they take advantage of certain things just because they're series and stuff. And I don't like that. Suicide Squad King Shark trade paperback. Now this one's well worth the amount they're asking. And it collects Suicide Squad, uh, Suicide Squad King Shark number one to six. It was a very enjoyable run. If you like the character at all, I suggest checking it out. It was way different than what I expected it was going to be. We got Survival Street, number one. This is by Dark Horse Comics. Uh, Survival Street is an unrepentant action satire tearing through a dystopia packed with economic and humanistic Cautionary Tales. After an unbridled wave of corporations take over America, the country is left completely deregulated and effectively carved up in the feudal states where billionaires and businesses make their own laws. Among the wreckage, mass privatization shuts down public broadcasting, forcing all of the beloved edutainers out of the down and dirty streets. One group of them stick together, determined to keep helping kids across the country, and do it by becoming an A-team-esque band of mercenaries fighting for and educating kids in the crumbling corporate war zone of New Best America. Interesting. They have a Star Wars Empire Strikes Back retro art window decals. And these are by Fan Wraps Incorporated. And they also have a Mandalorian helmet window decal. A Mudhorn signet window decal. All by the same company. And we got Sword of Azrael, not Azrael. Number one by DC Comics. Jean-Paul Valley does not want to be Azrael ever again. All it has brought him is pain, violence, and misery. He has sequestered himself away at a monastery in Europe to find peace. But when a young woman who claims to have had the same system programming... That made Jean Paul into Azrael arrives at the monastery. He won't have a choice but to don his violent mantle of Azrael once more to protect her from the deadly assassins who wish her harm. Sorry, I got a little off track there for a second because I seen a new. Uh, Movie preview for the new Thor 
movie coming out. I just, I'm really looking forward to that one. So. It's nice to see a little bit new. Uh, I personally don't like previews altogether, but I just want to see that. I don't care. We got Sword of Azrael, Dark Knight of the Soul, number one one shot by DC Comics. This issue collects the critically acclaimed three-part story that ran in the pages of Batman Urban Legends, ahead of the August debut of the new Sword of Azrael miniseries. Azrael has returned to Gotham City after a long time away. Unsure of his purpose and having his faith constantly challenged by demonic developments in the city, the arrival of the new antagonist, the arrival of the new antagonist, the poor fellow, will change Azrael's future for forever. I don't know who the poor fellow is. We got Tales of the Human Target, number one, one shot by DC Black Label. Uh, building on the most critically acclaimed series of the year, Tom King and the and four of comics top artists tell the tales of what happened before Chance Drake Luther's poison. Chance teams up with the fan favorite members of the J. JLI in four connecting miniseries that lead them to a fateful day when one of them will kill the human target. Okay. We have a Tank Girl Color Classics Trilogy 1988 to 1995 box set from Titan Comics. That was a great I liked those individual trades. That was That'd be a nice set for anybody that's a fan of Tank Girl. Then we have a Tasty Peach Studios French Pink Banana Seal plush plushie. It just looks <laughs> just if you like seals at all. It's an interesting looking uh, plushie from Tasty Peach Studios. And they also have a Too Ripe Banana Seal plush. And then we got Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Armageddon Game, number one, by IDW Publishing. We've been waiting for this to come out. The Armageddon Game has begun. Under the leadership of the Shredder, the TMNT begin a dangerous quest to seek out allies against Rat King's trio of terror. Leather Crane, Baxter Stockman, and Madame Null. It's a mission that will see the turtles spread out across New York City and across multiple dimensions. But the, they better hurry because their enemies are already on the march. And things are not looking good for Mutant Town while most of our heroes are away. Desperate measures, false flag attacks, mysterious new villains, and unexpected alliances. It all starts here in the premiere issue of the biggest TMNT event of the year. No, it doesn't start here. It started on my little one-shot that I was checking out. That got us kicked off. 
They have a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Best of ba- Baxter Stockman. They're still pumping out the Best of series. And we got Thud Double Vision Magazine, number one by Scout Comics. Bo, a creative living in, in Oak Cagle, finds himself directionless and tired with his mundane mundane existence. Yet, despite his dissatisfaction, the one happy constant in his life is a comic book character that he has created and drawn since he was a kid, but then a terrible accident changes everything. Meanwhile, a masked vigilante has appeared on the scene and is only starting to discover his capabilities as this hulkling hero becomes begins his career. He must adjust to appearing and disappearing without warning in this new environment, combing the original first issue of Thud with a new second issue. Hmm. Other than tongue twisting, I was still kind of confused about it. Alright, we got Tiki, a very rough year trade paperback. This is from Humanoids Publishing. In the midst of a quarantine, Fred buys Tiki, a puppy, to help bring a little joy to his family's life in isolation. What no one anticipated is that Tiki would turn their lives completely upside down. During the pandemic, Fred, his girlfriend Sophie, and his daughter Lou seek a little comfort in the shape of a Shiba puppy named Tiki. But in the course of a single week, the adorable little furball manages to shatter everything in Fred's life. The comfort, the certainties, the lengths, the balances. In doing so, however, she manages to bring to light what truly matters, family. Alternately humorous and tragic, this fictionalized autobiographical story questions that moment we decide to adopt a pet and the beautiful mess that we're often left with. It's a mess, they're a pain in the ass, but in the long run, they're worth it. I had to take a drink of water there. See if that helps with some of the speech issues. Alright, we have a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle classic Raphael basic action figure. I love all these reaction figures and these little redos and new versions of some of the old things we had from our past. And this is by Playmates. They also have a TMNT Last Ronin PX 4.5 inch action figure with black and white chase from Playmates. And then next up for the comics, we got Toddler Apocalypse graphic novel by Comics Tribe. What's the worst part of trying to survive the apocalypse? Aliens? Zombies, 
killer robots? Nope, it's your freaking kids. <laughs> With tongues firmly planted in cheek and hearts on sleeves, an all-star group of creators... Take your favorite sci-fi and apocalyptic tropes and show how having your kids with you during the end of the world would make everything so, so much harder. (laughs) Just let the little pricks get eaten. (sighs) They have a Topps Finest 2022 Star Wars Finest TC box set. By tops of trading cards coming out. And the way trading cards have actually jumped in price, saying now's the time to start getting back into those. Uh, we have a Transformers Generations Legacy Jaxis Voyager Class action figure by Hasbro. We have a Transformers Generations Legacy Series Motor Master Commander Class action figure. There's a Transformers. Former's Generations Legacy Tarantula Deluxe Action Figure by Hasbro. And we got Transformers Shattered Glass 2 Number 1 by IDW Publishing. Shattered Glass is back. Optimus Prime is a ruthless tyrant. And Megatron is a compassionate peacekeeper. <laughs> Cybertron sits on the brink of war as Autobots and Decepticons race to gain control of a Titan that could destroy either side in nanocycles. While everyone has their eyes on on the Titan, Ultra Mangus, a powerful shadow broker, puts into action a plan, plan kilocycles in the making. Just haven't been able to get into any of the Transformers stuff since I was a kid. Trials of the Amazons by DC Comics. This monumental story brings together all the Wonder Woman titles and characters and will change the future of the Amazons forever. Collecting Trials of the Amazons number one and two. Nubia and the Amazons number six. Wonder Woman number 785 to 786. And Trial of the Amazons Wonder Girl number one to two. Don't, not sure really how to say this. Turvikavolt. T R B E K V L T number one by IDW Publishing. Mary Tarantella has been flipping burgers for 15 years. He has no kids. Marty is his name, not Marie. I think I said Marie. He has no kids, no hobbies, no love interest, and essentially no life. But what he does have is a plan to change everything. Years of watching the daily rhythms of the neighboring stores has given Marty the idea for a perfect heist. But when he accidentally steals a supernatural weapon from a cult full of violent lunatics... The resulting satanic panic will be a way above his minimum wage pay grade. Nothing can prepare you for the coming of the 
commit a delicate, deliciously horrifying and hilarious new series. <laughs> I don't know how to say it. They have an Uber number zero to four war crimes big set of five comics from Avatar Press. And they have number 10 to 14. And number 15 to 19. Number 20 to 24. Number 25 to 27. And SP number 1. And number 5 to 9, of course. Then we have Ultraman Mystery of the Ultra 7. Number 1. By Marvel Comics. Giant Kaiju Rome. A sinister conspiracy consolidates power, and there's nobody left to stop it, because Ultraman is gone. How did the situation go so wrong? And how can the United States patrol claw their way back from the brink? The answer is in the appearance of the enigmatic new Ultra, and a secret that has remained hidden for decades. From distant stars to lost dimensions, untangling this twisted web will require Shin Hayata to go farther and fight harder than ever before. So strap in, the mystery of the Ultra 7 unfolds now. Sorry, I keep checking up on something trying to figure out what's going on here in the NBA playoffs and seeing Stephen Curry all distressed I shouldn't be <laughs> okay let's see where were we there's an unholy one to five covered bags Set of five comics from Boundless Comics. Oh, let's see how many we got left here. I think I'm going to end it here and do one last segment. And that way we'll finish it all off. And be done with this month's goodies that are coming out. So we'll get right back sometime soon. Alright, let's finish off this month of goodies. Until my knuckles bleed. One deadly sh- one deadly shot, number one. By Behemoth Entertainment, LLC. Ah, oh, the good old days playing bloody knuckles. Oh, there were some interesting days. You ever play that? You take a deck of cards. And you crack the side of them down on, on someone's knuckles. Depending on how many times, how many points they had, and how many times you get to crack them. And then you see who bleeds first, or the worst. Victor Santos, creator of Polar, brings us a new story of crime and capes in the line of the boys, Watchmen, and Sin City, set in the world of his new hit series, Until My Knuckles Bleed, a one deadly shot about war, violence, consequences, and redemption. This is... 
former 90s superhero is serving a sentence for the events of the extremely damaged arc. If he wants some kind of mercy, he should tell something about one of the darkest stories of the most extreme of superhero ages. A story which involves his old team, the CIA, and and a buried creature in the heart of Europe. I mean, if it's by, I don't know. I don't know. It sounds interesting to an, to a point, but I don't know if it's enough to pull me in. Got Usher of the Dead. Great question. Number one by Blood Moon Comics. Serial is the angel of death. One question that has been plaguing humanity since the beginning, is what happens when we die. That is what transpires. Alright. They have Vampirella Dracula Unholy Trade Paperback. If you missed out on that run, you can collect that set from Dynamite Entertainment all-in-one trade paperback now. And then Red Sonia has it. Vampirella has to have it. So we got a Vampirella Fairy Tales number one one shot by Dynamite Entertainment. Vampirella, as you've never seen her, in a fairy tale. Once upon a time, there was a cottage deep within the forest where an elder lived, eagerly awaiting the arrival of her granddaughter with wine and cake. Not knowing of the horrid fanged beast that stalks the forest, seeking easy prey. But little does the fanged beast realize that the granddaughter has fangs of her own. (laughs) Yeah, I feel bad for the big bad wolf on that story. Alright, next up, okay, those are ongoing. We might run out quicker than I thought. There's a Ben board, board game by USAopoly. Introducing Ben, a clever game where clues and art overlap. Race to find three secret words based on where a clue giver arranges unique art cards onto color circles. Set a timer or outguess the others to find us find the similarities. Come to the right conclusions and win. Go head-to-head as teams or work together through cooperative gameplay in this hands-on communication game that mixes friendly competition and fun. Okay, we got Vineyard number one by Aftershock Comics. The Vineyard is a family-owned winery that sows and reaps by the blessing of the great god of wine and revelry, Dionysus. However, the vine's family, pa- family's patron, God, requires a complete devotion in the form of four sacrificial killings a year before each harvest. This has been done in unfettered obedience. I think that was supposed to be obedience. But all of that changed when the family's patriarch, Diadachi Vines, was in a horrible accident. 
that left him paralyzed and in a wheelchair. Now the sacrificial and murderous duties of the Vines family have fallen to the wife and matriarch, Marantha Wines. With harvest season fast approaching and the families short of their annual sacrificial killings, Marantha's struggle with her conscience puts all of her family, husband, son, and daughter, in jeopardy. Yeah, I gotta knock off the old man now that he's a cripple and causing you to do more work and you ain't getting your work done. So you're slacking off and now you're gonna take it out by killing your whole family. And it's pretty stupid. All for some freaking wine. Vinyl Gold 5-inch NBA Legends Bowls Dennis Rodman vinyl figure by Funko. Uh, they had a bunch of other ones too, but these are the key figures that I that popped out to me. They have a vinyl gold Guns and Roses slash with chain. Five-inch figure, vinyl fig. They have a vinyl gold run DMC. DMC, five-inch figure. They have the Jam Master J. And they have run. Get those from Funko. And then we got a Vivi prototype. LN Volume 1. I don't know what that stands for, but from Seven Seas Entertainment. Originally penned as a collaborative concept novel, before production of the popular anime Bibi Florite Eyes Song, don't miss this rich science fiction tale of an AI songstress and her 100-year mission to save humanity. The writers of ReZero and Chaos Child. Vivi, the world's first autonomous AI, sings to bring joy to her audience as a cast member of the Neoland, Japan's largest theme park. In this world, AIs have become integral to human life and exist to carry out their mission. One day, out of the blue, an AI claiming to be from the future approaches her, revealing that in 100 years, advanced AIs will turn on the humans they once served, sparking a violent war to annihilate humankind. When he asks for help in preventing the conflict, Bibby agrees to ditch the stage and take up the century-long mission against her kind in order to save humanity. Well, isn't that nice of her? Hope she kicks some ass. Yeah, War for Earth 3 trade paperback by DC Comics. The Teen Titans, The Flash, and The Suicide Squad all collide on Earth 3, home of the evil syndicate, on the hunt for Amanda Waller. As Waller tries to take over the alternate Earth and dethrone the evil versions of Superman, Wonder Woman, Batman, and other heroes that rule it, her former partner Rick Flagg arrives on E3 bent on making Waller pay for her crimes. While the Titans and Flash hunt for a missing Titans Academy student they believe was kidnapped by Waller. 
Flex War for Earth 3, number 1 to 2, Suicide Squad number 13, The Flash number 780, and Teen Titans Academy number 13. Well, here I thought it was going to be something special. They have Weirdo's Astronaut Collectible Pin from Retro Gogo, and a Weirdo's Forever Collectible Pin, and a Weirdo's Frank and Weird Collectible Pin. These are all some fun different characters. You got a Goonsville collectible pin, a Gross Out Green collectible pin, a Hillbilly Country pin, and National Membership collectible pin, all weirdos, from Retro Gogo. Then they got a Weirdos wearable masks, 12-pack assortment. It's six-pack masks, two apiece, I assume. Then we got the Weston Noir graphic novel by Accent UK. Josiah Black thought that he'd done it all. Cowhand, gunslinger, drifter, and sheriff. But then he kills Jim Wilson and takes on the role of monster hunter. Monsters that only he can see. They live, they live meets Deadwood. In this tale from the old wild west. <laughs> and they have a what if Miles Morales trade paperback. This one collects what if Miles Morales number one to five. If you missed out on that series. Yeah. When everything turned blue. By Dark Horse Comics. Shiera lives her life afraid of many things, but most of all, fear of undiagnosed illnesses. As she delves further and further down a rabbit hole of denial and disassociation, she will be forced to make a decision that will alter her life forever. Presented in English for the first time, when everything turned blue is the Intimate story of one woman's journey towards acceptance and healing. <laughs> and there's a Witcher 3 Wild Hunt Monster Faction Puzzle by Dark Horse Comics. And we got Witcher Ronin Trade Paperback by Dark Horse. In a new world inspired by... Edo period, Japan, Geralt is faced with a difficult moral choice while battling a variety of yakai and oni, creatures inspired by Japanese myths. Each encounter drops a clue in his desperate search for a mysterious apparition known as the Lady of Snow. Yuki Ona, for she, is the key to who Geralt seeks. But finding her won't be easy. And presenting a new story in the Witcher universe based on the rich traditions of Japanese folklore. Here the role of Witcher is just as essential as dangerous spirits and demons are constantly on the prowl. That's probably one of the first Witcher things that I'd like to get my hands on and check out. I like the Witcher stuff, but it's just not into those storylines at the moment. 
We have Wonder Girl Volume 2 2022 Annual Number 1 One-Shot by DC Comics. After an unforgettable first visit to Themyscira, Themyscira, I don't know, I know, I know I'm saying that wrong every time, Yara Floor has been crowned Wonder Girl, and her Esquisia tribe accepted into the Amazon Sisterhood. So what now? The jungles of Brazil beckon our heroes home just in time for some new adventures. You won't want to miss this oversized issue packed with never-before-seen stories about the mysterious new tribe and their most famous member. They have a Wonder Woman by George Prez Omnibus. Hardcover 2022 edition by DC Comics. We lost the Wonderful Man this year. It includes Wonder Woman number 1 to 24 and Wonder Woman annual number 1. It's just sad that he's not going to be able to take part of it. Now that he's passed. But we have World of Archie Jumbo Comics Digest number 122 by Archie Comics. Two brand new stories. First, in Lodge Stickle Course, Mr. Lodge is sponsoring the Riverdale Summer Obstacle Course Race, when Archie promises to take Veronica on a date if he wins. Mr. Lodge does everything he can to make sure Archie loses. Then, in The Different Drummer, Archie finds Trula Twist, of all people, playing drums with a band in a local club. Even more, Trula is playing the kit in Jughead's own distinctive style. Archie knows that Trula often uses her considerable brains and talents to try to get under Jughead's skin. So now it's up to him to stop her from encountering Jughead. Will Trula finally allow Jughead to march to the beat of his own drum? Doubtful. We got World of Betty and Veronica Jumbo Comic Digest by Archie Comics. Two brand new stories. First, in Wouldn't It Be Nice, while the gang is at the annual Riverdale Fall Carnival, a loud noise transforms Betty into a wooden puppet. Hoping to become a real girl, will her wish be granted in this fun take on the classic Pinocchio story? Then, in Only the Strong Survive, Pepper decides to help Melody become more self-reliant by taking her on a camping trip. Pepper's plan is to have Melody take copious notes on how to set up a camping site and survive off the land. Melody proves to be inept at everything, except attracting teenage boys. Uh, Teenagers... The Life World War III Raid on Tokyo, number one of five by Antarctic Press. More hard-hitting alternate history action from combat manga master Motofumi Kobayashi. The abolition of the U.S.-Japan Security Treaty leads to incursions of Soviet forces. As the Soviets proceed from the landing grounds of Niigata, 
toward Tokyo, the JSDF, isolated from their government, must begin extrajudicial actions to survive. Will they be able to defend their country? You'll have to read and see, but I'm just not into those War ones at the moment. Wind, The Throne in the Sky, number one, by Boom Studios. The Wind saga continues in this epic volume from James Tinian IV and Michael Dialinus. Uh, the land of the Assyrial has grown darker and more dangerous as tensions between the human and fairy realms threaten to erupt into all-out war. Could wind be the only hope for peace? And what will destiny be if truly, if he truly is one of the legendary winged ones? Prepare to embark on an extraordinary fantasy adventure and discover a world of mysterious legends, ancient prophecies, and the brave heroes at the center of it all. Yeah, X-Men and Moon Girl, number one, one-shot by Marvel Comics. The High Evolutionary Evolutionary is a dino, dino napper. With Captain Marvel's help, Lunella tracks him all the way to the moon itself to get him back and stop the High Evolutionary from setting an army of dino clones loose on Earth. But even when they're reunited, something's wrong. Her connection with DD has been broken. But Moon Girl must team up with the Wolverine, with Wolverine, and chase the High Evolutionary to counter Earth in search of answers, or risk losing her best friend for good. And then we got some Yugayo. TCG Structure Crystal Beast 8-count packages from Konami. And we got Zom Vikings Trade Paperback by Heavy Metal. Vikings Meet the Walking Dead. What would happen if an apocalyptic zombie outbreak took place in the year 1021? Times have been tough for King Knut's Viking Settlement. Grain stores are running low, the animals are dying, and winter creeps ever closer. The only hope for his people is the raiders that have been sent out on ships to pillage and bring back goods. Those raiders haven't been having much luck either, and they're on the verge of returning from a three-week journey empty-handed. When they find a seemingly empty ship in the distance and excitedly board it, However, they accidentally unleash a zombie plague that'll take that they'll take back home with them, forcing the settlement to fight to the death with those horrific monsters. Will the settlement be able to survive, or will this be the beginning of the end of their people? Well, the Vikings did disappear, so maybe there's some truth to the story. The Vikings shouldn't have to worry. That's what they do. They fight. They got weaponry. They should be able to handle it. 
Yeah, Zoro Flights number one was Zoro Sir 2 promo, promo card from American Mythology. Did you miss out on Don McGregor's return to Zoro? Get a special copy of the first issue with an RRP Arcs Zoro Series 2 promotional trading card in one pack. There's only one habit. <laughs> then the last one we got is Zoro New World number one to four photo cover collector pack from American Mythology. So if you want to get a collector pack of four covers, photo covers of Zoro Comics, there you go. And that's it for this month. And we'll get back to you again next month with more good things to buy in the future. Have a good one.